You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The vaccine is here. Well, almost anyway. On Monday, the company Moderna announced that they were applying to the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, for an emergency use authorization for their coronavirus vaccine. Pfizer, a Moderna competitor, requested its own authorization about a week before. The Secretary of Health and Human Services, Alex Azar, says FDA approval could come in early December. The race to find a vaccine is breaking all kinds of records. But once it's approved, there's going to be a new challenge. Are we prepared to distribute it? Recode's Rebecca Heilweil is reporting this story. Hey, Rebecca. Hey. So back in the spring, right, there were all these problems we encountered about PPE. I'm wondering if there are things we've learned from back then to not make the same mistake again when it comes to distributing the vaccine. Well, one really important difference between the spring and now is that we've had months to prepare for the potential distribution of a vaccine. Back in the spring, we didn't know there was a pandemic coming. We didn't know we would need N95 masks. We didn't know we would need all these gloves and whatnot. And that was when, you know, cases were surging really, really high. Right. But, you know, we've had months to prepare for this. I talked to one uh, CEO of a company that makes dry ice, which is really important for several of the vaccines. And we can talk about that in a second, who said he's been working on the supply of carbon dioxide that he'll need for months. There has really been a large effort here to make sure that we're ready for this. So theoretically, more time should lead to more prep, though who knows these days. I mean, you mentioned dry ice. Um, Obviously, we need, well, to begin with, we need the actual vaccine, right? Nothing is to be taken for granted. Some of these are going to have some pretty peculiar temperature requirements, right? Yeah. So the Pfizer vaccine in particular, which seems to be in the front of the line to be approved by the FDA, given what we know right now, um, it has to be kept pretty cold. It has to be kept at negative 70 degrees Celsius, which is about negative 94 degrees Fahrenheit. Jeez, okay. Yeah, so some healthcare facilities have the type of super cold freezers that you need to keep this type of material cold for other types of medical purposes. But in distributing a vaccine like this, you probably want um, a much larger infrastructure for keeping things cold since it's not just going to be um, a a few healthcare facilities, it's going to be a huge effort. Even CVS is talking about playing a role in distributing a vaccine. And the Moderna vaccine, right, is slightly less cool, correct? Right. The Moderna vaccine has to be kept cold, not as cold, but it can also be preserved longer when it's kept colder, which adds another element to this whole desire to keep things really cold. And what about like the glassware for these vaccines? Do we need or kind of for syringes? I'm just thinking about the process of shooting something into your arm. Uh, How are we doing on that? 
So the federal government has been preparing vaccine kits um, that are supposed to go out with this, at least this first round of vaccines that get approved. In terms of glass, you know, there's Corning, the famous glass company has been working on glass that's meant for these cold temperatures. But every single element like this has to be really thought through. One thing that came up in my reporting thus far is that it's not clear that all healthcare workers right now have access to gloves, the super cold resistant gloves that you need to actually work with this stuff. So everything needs to be thought through, even though, you know, months have gone into preparing for this. Yeah. I mean, does this feel sort of doable at this point? We've had, you know, six to nine months to prep for it. Everyone I've spoken to thus far has an attitude of sort of cautious uh, confidence, if that makes sense. They feel like if everything goes right, this could work well, but everything needs to go right. And it seems like a lot of these suppliers are just waiting for the actual vaccine to be scaled up. That's, you know, the big the big question is the actual vaccine. Um, but they want to make sure that it's not their uh, dry ice that's holding things back. It's not their, right. you know, their side of this that's holding things back. And that's a big, big challenge. Okay, so let's say we've got the vaccines, we've got the freezer technology, the dry ice, we've got the glass. When we think about like the distribution of getting that stuff from point A to point B, like tell me what the big challenges as you see it are, um, assuming we've got the right like raw materials, so to speak. One of the major concerns is that Pfizer and Moderna have both introduced vaccine candidates that require two shots. So that means your initial vaccine and then essentially a booster shot. Right, right. But it's not like the booster shots you might have had in the past that come years later from when you had your initial injection of a vaccine. It has to happen within just a few weeks of when you have your first vaccination. And that's going to be a major logistics hurdle for anyone who's trying to distribute this vaccine and make sure that the right first shots go to the right people and the right second shots go to the right people. And you could imagine, I'm not sure if this is happening uh, where you're based, but you know, every day I walk past these lines for CityMD, right? Four hour lines to get a test for COVID. And, you know, thinking about wh- whether we're going to be able to manage the same type of task with vaccines, making sure that someone who needs to get their second shot in a given time period shows up to the right place and actually gets it is going to be a major hurdle. Yeah, I mean, it seems like sort of a, a particular doomsday scenario is you have all the right stuff, uh, you even get it to the right place, and then people don't want to take it. Um, that makes me wonder, like, what happens to all this stuff if no one's taking it? Yeah, it's a big concern. It's worth noting Pfizer imagines that, you know, from the time that the vaccines are shipped from its locations to the point of injection, basically, that's going to be a quick turnaround. They're not imagining that, you know, vaccines are going to be sitting around for weeks and weeks and weeks. It's, you know, you're going to use it as quickly as possible. But the big fear is that vaccine could go to waste. Someone doesn't get the second dose when they need to get it. And we lose valuable, valuable vaccine. Rebecca Heilwell, following all things logistics and supply chain for us. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. 
Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on home mom? <laughs> no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.